With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Outkick the coverage live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. We're taking you all the way up till the end of the hour, 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. And we do so with the pride of Dublin, Ohio. This is a man who you see on television. Okay, you hear him on the okay, radio. It's okay. a man who's got a charity call for I, I hate this. I mean, Why do it you is keep just doing this? The one yeah. and only Brady yeah. Quinn yeah. with us here on Boo. Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, there it is. Yes. Boo you, sir. There it is. I don't Come know why on. you do this every time. No, I, I'm, not, I'm not into the hype. I mean, I'm into the real thing. You know, watching the hard knocks last night, it, it got me excited and it took me back. Because when training camp starts, every team says to themselves, we can win a Super Bowl. Now, how many actually believe that is another thing. <laughs> and, and honestly, like there's probably only maybe eight teams – I would say in the NFL that go, we actually have a legitimate shot at winning one, right? Like the Bucks defending Super Bowl champs, they're closest to it from last year. They feel like they got a shot. The Kansas City Chiefs, they feel like they have a shot. I think the Buffalo Bills feel like they might be on the cusp. Maybe Cleveland with what they did last year feel like they could surprise a lot of people. Um, you know, you go in the NFC and you've got a bunch of teams in the NFC West that have been to one. Russ has won one. They haven't been back in a while. He's saying he thinks they can be the best offense uh, in the NFL right now. The Rams have been to you know one recently, but now they feel like they've got to upgrade at quarterback. So you could continue to go on down the line of teams that feel like they've got a legitimate shot, and, and they're probably right. 
But the truth of the matter is that the list is only about eight teams. It's yes. about a quarter of the league, if yeah. we're being real with ourselves. No, but that was one of the revelations I had after watching a little bit of Hard Knocks last well, night. Well, let me ask you this, and I want you to be honest, right? And I want you to, like, don't pull any punches here, okay? I want you to be honest. What's the earliest into a season, meaning training camp and the offseason, that you realized, oh, we're not going to be very good at all? In fact, we're going to stink. Like, like earliest, like, was it training camp? When you got to training camp, you're like, oh, boy, I don't have a lot of work to work with here. No, it's, it's, it's never that. I mean, I, I think my, my third year in Cleveland, uh, with all the adjustments, you know, at that point in time, like Brian Dable, who's now in Buffalo, he's been there for a few years. He's done a great job kind of building that team up. He had just gotten there with Eric Mangini as our play caller. It was his first time calling plays. And so, you know, you could see just from being around a guy like Rob Chudzinski – who you know I had the previous two years, the way he went about it, he, he had a, a much better feel for what he wanted to do. I, th- I think there were still some some learning curves for Brian Dable in doing that, and you could see that. Like I remember vividly during the course of a game, us having a conversation on the sidelines. I was like, "Hey, man, I'll mix up the snap count, but we need to mix in some screens. The pass rush is getting up on these guys pretty quick. Um, you know, it's it's getting harder to hang on the football and make shots, you know, throw shots down the field. Because because here's here's the reality of of throwing down the field. Every quarterback wants to, like every quarterback wants to. <laughs> all right, and people would be like, "Well, they're going dukes and dunks," and you'd be like, "No, idiot." Here's the here's the reality: is you don't have time to hold on the football. So if you don't have the protection. All right, you're not going to be able to throw down the field if you don't have guys who can run a sub four four forty with bad protection. You're not going to have time to throw the football down the field. That was Rob last year, right? Yeah, I mean that was part of it. Like I, I think they were trying to mask the fact that they knew their offensive line wasn't very good, and they were trying to get the ball out of his hand quick to their playmakers, which I, I think they realized their wide receivers were their best playmakers, and so that's one way of doing it. Right, but, but no one's ever going to confuse Ben for being a guy who likes to dink and dunk. That wasn't what he did at any point in time earlier in his career. It's just what they've had to adapt to now, and so like that's that's what you run into. That, that's that's unfortunately you know what you, you what, what you run into if you have a bad offensive line or guys who aren't fast. And so I remember at that point, you know, we had Braylon, but they ended up trading him a few weeks into the season. They already traded Kellen Winslow, guys who had you know gone to Pro Bowls two years prior. And, and now you're starting back over. And so you looked at that group and you go, okay. But I remember at one point in the game saying to, to, to Brian, like, hey, we got to mix in uh, some screens. And I kid you not, the next series, he called three straight screens. And I was like, well, this wasn't what I was hoping for <laughs> at this point. Like, like, that's one of those things where you, you kind of learn, like, okay, the personality, the type of demeanor of a play caller. And, and that's why I look at guys who are doing it for their first time or guys who take over being a head coach for the first time they realize that there's so much more to those positions when you get elevated to them than most realize. Like being a head coach, especially if you know, you're calling one side of, of the ball, defense or offense, there's a lot, man. There is a lot. And it's a lot of managing people, more so than you could ever imagine. And so it's hard to be able to call plays and do that job while also managing everything, coaches, players, all this stuff off the field that goes on and everything else, it's really tough to be able to do that. And it's hard for you know a, a young head coach to really hit the ground running with it. There's been examples of that. Sean McVay's one, but those are, those are rarities. You know? and, and that situation, too, was kind of already built for him to come in and, and succeed, in my opinion. So th- that, that's the toughest part, I think, is when you, when you look at hard knocks, you talk about teams having the actual ability to – 
you don't know until you start playing on teams and you go, okay, like I, I can kind of sense how good we are or, or not, not, not good or, or, you know, where we, where we stand compared to other teams at some point early in the season. But, like, that was where when I got to Seattle in 2013, that was the offseason. And I remember getting there going, oh, okay, this is different. Like, this team's special. The way they practice, the, the type of talent they have. Like, you could be going threes on threes in offense versus defense, and they got dudes who are like, he'll be starting somewhere else or he'll play somewhere else. He's, he's going to get cut here, but he'll play somewhere else on another roster. And I bet if you look at the guys who, you know, and I was one of those guys who got cut, unless they retired – I would imagine that most every guy who got cut in Seattle that year ended up going to another roster and playing somewhere else. Yeah, and so when you mentioned the hard knocks, and we talked about this uh, earlier, just it, not not the uh, not the best. Look, when your team's on hard knocks, here, there are two things that we know: one, you're going to get a ton of TV exposure, and two, you're not going to the Super Bowl. Those are the two things that we absolutely know is going to happen because in the history of hard knocks, no team that's ever appeared on hard knocks has ever gone to a Super Bowl. One team in the last of the last five years has gone to the playoffs. That was the Rams a year ago, and even that was a joint hard knocks to where you had the Rams and Chargers being featured. So one in the last six teams that has been featured on hard knocks has been a playoff team. Although I will say this, and look, we've got a lot of fans. There's a lot of Cowboy fans, uh, you know, especially if you if you watch Hard Knocks. Uh, they, they embark upon uh, Oxnard, California. Again, some people call it Noxnard, but I'm not here to split hairs. I don't think they Well, I mean, listen, I'm not here to, I'm not here to you know, call out anybody who, who, you know, makes those claims or anything like that. But that has been discussed. But there's a lot of people listening that are joining us now here on. <laughs> that has been discussed. Uh, yeah, who has I mean, discussed listen, whether or not it's considered We did Noxnard. yesterday. We did yesterday. That yeah, counts. And I think we all agreed it's, it's uh-huh. not the case. Well, listen, yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's neither here nor there. But there's a lot of Cowboy fans all over the country, as we mentioned. They're, they're a quote-unquote America's team, one of the most talked-about teams in the league. <laughs> a lot of fans that are just waking up now uh, listening on the Blowtorch, AM570 LA Sports. They're all Cowboy fans, and they're thinking to themselves, all right, man, I saw episode one. Uh, you know, I'm getting fired up for the season. Okay, you're not going to a Super Bowl. That's not happening. Uh, well, what about the division? Well, you could probably— Probably still win the division because there's a lot of question marks there. But the big question mark that we talked about was the Dak Prescott situation and sort of the I don't know if it's a conspiracy, but sort of the thought that that I had that we went over earlier in the show was this. If you're the Dallas Cowboys and you've got final say on what is shown in the debut episode of Hard Knocks and the episode opens up with the Dallas Cowboys uh, talking and, sh- and and Dak Prescott being seen frustrated because they had this metric system where they weren't going to have him in the in practice as much. They were going to pull him from certain drills. Uh, and Dak Prescott's getting frustrated. He won- at one point uh, jumps into one of the huddles that he wasn't supposed to be a part of. Uh, he's cursing. He's complaining to coaches. He's complaining to teammates, talking about how I missed all this time. I'm not missing any more time. I'm going to get out there. And you open up with that only to a short while later point out that Dak Prescott may have rushed it a little bit too soon, and now he's got the issue with the lat or the arm or whatever you want to call it. That, to me, feels like a team that wanted it to be known. He's not hurt again, or he didn't suffer this issue because of anything we did. He got a little bit too aggressive, and that's where we're at. And, and I think that was sort of playing out on Hard Knocks last night. They wanted it to be clear, this is on Dak, not on us. That's what I believe. I, I, I don't know that they, 
they care to put it all on Dak. I, yep. I, I don't know if that's the objective They're going to cut think, his ass. They're trying to get out of that contract, Brady Quinn. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, that, that ain't going to happen because uh, there's too many guarantees built in, even with an injury, where they're not getting out from underneath it. So terrible take if that's your angle. But <laughs> I do think Hard Knocks has to make this more dramatic. They have to create a storyline, right? That's how you're going to pitch this. That's how you're going to present this. And so you have to create this this player who's already you know had already faced adversity. We saw how the injury went last year. I, I did forget like when he first injured it, and the way their like shoe and sock is designed. I remember thinking when he was laying on the ground, I was like, "Huh, that doesn't look right." His uh, his his foot came out of his shoe, and then I was like, "Oh dear God! Like that's that's broken. Like that thing is just severed the yeah, way it man. looked." Yeah, but it looked like he almost tried to like pound it to get it back in he place. Did. Like he thought it was dislocated. Did you notice that? Yeah, he, and he t- he talked about it afterwards and said, "I thought I could just put it back in, and then I realized I couldn't." He was pounding it on the ground. Right. Like, it, like I remember, I I, I, didn't, I don't remember because when I first saw it, I was just like so perplexed by what I was looking at, and then until I realized, like, oh, that's that's a break. It, I was like, oh dear God, it, like, it's that's... like a ba- it's like a bag of ice. You're trying to put a stock a cooler beer, and you're trying to get the bag of ice to loosen. <laughs> yeah, up. the only difference is you've already had a case of. Beer when you're actually doing that <laughs> so you're, you're not yes. really all in, into it with like what you're trying to accomplish but I remember thinking to myself that would have been an awful awful um you know realization to come to like in that moment you're only thinking it's dislocated and I've dislocated a finger I've dislocated uh you know other like a uh, my elbow one point at time had to be like pop back in so you oh. you've had weird things like that happen before and and you think it's like oh it's a quick fix then I'll be fine that's different. Like once you come to realization of what's what's actually occurred, that's when you, he went into a state of shock. All that being said, they've got to portray this like tragic injury, the way the season was going for him, and the recovery to then only display the type of drama that comes with the disappointment of now being sidelined or being limited to a degree because of his shoulder and having this hurdle to go across again. More drama in Dallas. I mean, that that always equates to to kind of better headlines, better TV. So that's more of, I think, the direction is. It's more about hard knocks creating this perception of where they're at. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if, you know, you know, this isn't something that we talked about. This is something to monitor during the course of the season. But I also think there's an element of this of, you know, he needs rest. Like, they don't need to play him in preseason games that don't matter. They've got four of them, three left. They don't need to put him in harm's way coming off of an injury like he sustained last year. If anything, let him get to week one. Let him prepare for that. Let the shoulder calm down and everything else. I, I think it's more about maybe painting that picture where if he's not out there on the field quite as much, this is why. And also, you mentioned this earlier, the fact that he's dealing with whatever this issue is leads you to believe that there's something from his foundation, his base, you know, trying to work back in uh, to throw the football, dealing with a lower body injury like he dealt with. Look, you had a Liz Frank, correct? I mean, did you ever throw the same after that? No, I mean, there's two things that impacted, like, my release and my throwing motion. I told you this. Like, my second year, I, I broke my right index finger. I'd have pins put in to then reset it, even though I tried to play after I broke it, and it, it never really healed right. But I lost sensation off the, the tip of that finger. And, like, that index finger is the last thing to touch the football. And I remember rehabbing it, thinking to myself, all right, is it going to come back? Is it going to come back? And when my trainers would ask me, like, how's it feeling? You'd say, oh, you know, it feels good, feels fine, whatever. But I knew in the back of my mind, like, this feels different. I remember in cold weather games, it felt even worse 
because you know you're always fighting your your feeling in your hands. That's why you try to keep them warm so you can feel the football come off your fingertips. Well, once that sensation's gone already, even in warm weather, then you're kind of struggling to kind of find a feel for it, in particular in colder weather. And then once I hurt my foot, my third year, you know, the, the hardest thing I had for me was transitioning my weight and, and all my you know energy and force onto my left foot because that's what I injured. And so a lot of times, you know, you'd almost, you know, see at times when it'd be really bothering me, I'd be subconsciously pulling off throws because I didn't want to transfer all my weight to my foot because it hurt so bad. It was already to a point where it needed surgery. I didn't want to have to sit out for six to eight months to have that surgery because I was never at that point to do that. And so, yeah, there's no doubt it was affecting my, my, you know, throwing motion. It was affecting the way I trained. You know, I couldn't train the way I wanted to because I would have to take more time off or do different things conditioning-wise because of how my foot would be feeling after so many days of, of practice or training, whatever the case may be. So I'm sure he's dealing with something similar and, and maybe rushing back from that injury has impacted some of his biomechanics and how he's throwing the football, and, and that's putting more stress on his shoulder. And by the way, for those of you wondering if Brady Quinn did ever have that foot surgery, oh, he absolutely did 11 years later. So I right on time, uh, just waited around a full decade to get that done. Job well, well done, I mean, man. look, I played for five years with it. And so, it, again, I, once, once you leave, once you leave the team that drafted you and all the people that advocated for you, you never really feel like you've got a, a strong foundation where you could say to them, hey, I've got this issue. I need to have surgery. Like, it's hard for players, majority of players, who aren't on long-term deals with financial security. If you don't have that, you never feel like you could have you know, surgery because if you do, in most cases, it's going to be used against you. Every contract from that point moving forward, once I had back surgery, once I had foot surgery, there was waivers in my contract. If I re-injured that, I would have, they, they would have literally not paid me whatever was owed to me because of the waivers that come along with having prior injuries. That's, just, that's the cutthroat nature of NFL contracts. And it's unfortunate, but until it changes within the NFLPA, which is not a priority, it's always going to exist in the NFL. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, I'll kick the coverage here. Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, though, uh, Brady Quinn has identified the most anticipated quarterback development and battle of all training camp and the preseason. And we are getting closer to seeing it play out in front of our very eyes. We'll get to that next here for you. It's Outkick the Coverage, Fox Sports Radio. This, this is Outkick the Coverage. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts 
salespeople at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location species salt versus freshwater and more plus it's smooth sailing with fishing bookers simple online payment method you'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local start your angling adventure now with fishing booker visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today fishing booker fishing trips made easy Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports see their kumo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Less than 10 minutes from now, uh, there is a player in sports who probably lost himself anywhere between 80 to 90 million dollars over the next couple of years. Uh, We will give you the details on uh, what could have been a catastrophic financial mistake here uh, on Fox Sports Radio. Again, that coming up uh, less than 10 minutes from now. Uh, Brady Quinn. So the uh, Green Bay Packers uh, have had a uh, made a decision. Uh, The preseason is coming up and the Packers. Uh, you know, obviously have the uh, Aaron Rodgers story, which is always 
sitting in the back of uh, of the room and everybody uh, thinking about what's going to happen moving forward. But as far as the immediate future goes, Matt LaFleur, the head coach, uh, says that Aaron Rodgers most likely not going to play at all in the preseason, which means Jordan Love will get bulk of the, sta- uh, the uh, plays and starts there for the Green Bay Packers uh, as they approach the season and get ready for the 2021 year. This is the most anticipated debut of any quarterback in the preseason, in my opinion. Okay? Yeah. And that's taken into account Justin Fields in Chicago. That's taken into account Trey Lance with, with San Francisco. Jordan Love hasn't played a game in over 600 – hasn't started a game, I should say. Hasn't played one, for that matter, in over 600 days. There was no preseason last year. Didn't play in the regular season or postseason. Literally, he hasn't since his bowl game – at what, Utah State or Nevada? Yeah. Well, I forget which between the two. That, that's striking me. But God, think about right. that. It's been that long a period of time. And so this, is to me, is going to be huge for so many reasons. I mean, for starters, if the anticipation is Aaron Rodgers is moving on after this year, this is the future. Like, this is a glimpse into what he's going to look like potentially in the future following behind Brett Favre, then Aaron Rodgers. There's a lot that comes with that, considering both those guys are Hall of Famers. Both those yeah. guys won Super Bowls during their tenure with the Packers. Maybe Rodgers does this year, wins the second one. But it's just, it's going to be a lot. And he's going to have the stage essentially all to himself to showcase where he's at as a professional quarterback and what the future is going to look like in Green Bay. I, I think there's going to be more storylines and more hype around this than the other positions because it might also be the only time we even see him this year. We know Aaron Rodgers is the guy. You know, with the other ones, you could say, well, if I'm a Bears fan, like, I can't, you know, I can't wait to see if it's going to be Fields or, or Dalton. We know this. Fields will play at some point this season. We know that. Hell, Kyle Shanahan's already, already admitted Trey Lance will mix in at least situationally, even if Jimmy Garoppolo is the starter. And who knows yeah. what happens week one in San Francisco. But this is the one where we get this window of time to look at Jordan Love in a game scenario, and then we might not see him again f- until another year from now. To me, that's, that, that's why I'm excited to watch it. I can't wait to see what it's going to look like. Well, I can already tell you right now it's going to happen. I mean, I'm just telling you, get ready for this. All right, so everybody, if you're wondering what's going to happen, if Jordan Love goes out and plays well in the preseason, I mean, if he lights it up in the preseason, you know what's going to happen. Well, what, what are we waiting for? Why don't you just trade Aaron Rodgers now and then just turn it up? Like, you know, there's going to be somebody with a take like that out there that's going to say, well, I mean, come on. If he's playing this well in the preseason, well, you know, uh, just rip the Band-Aid off. Move forward. You got to move on. Like, it's going to happen. Like that, that th- those takes are going to be out there because everybody is looking towards the future. As we've talked about, it's a long shot that Aaron Rodgers is back for next season. And, and this to me makes all the sense in the world because look, if it's been that long since he's played, which is crazy to think about now that you say it, that, that he's, that he's waited that long to actually start a football game, you know, and, and this could be their only opportunity to, to quote-unquote audition him uh, in a real game-like situation. It makes all the sense in the world for the Packers to want to go ahead and, and throw him out there. You save Aaron Rodgers, and then, and then you get this, this thing rocking next year, and you, and you have a little bit of confidence that he can get it done. But I also wonder, at some point during the course of the regular season, 
I mean, are they going to be more inclined to bring in if there's a game that's out of reach or something like that? They're going to be more inclined to work Jordan Love in because this does feel like the audition year for them to at least sort of groom him towards next year. So not only in the preseason, I wonder how many snaps he's going to get in the regular season as well, too. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think he's going to get any. I mean, you, you, maybe not may, the entire may, year. Well, why he didn't last year? Well, but I'm saying if they're getting him ready for next season and we all believe that Aaron Rodgers is going to be gone, do you think this is a situation where if a game's out of reach, they're going to go ahead and, and protect? But didn't you know, they have those opportunities last year? Yeah, I guess. Jesus, man, this is weird. I mean, because that's the other portion of this is it kind of comes down to Aaron Rodgers, you know, whether or not he wants to, to come out of a game. He might not want to. Like a Peyton Manning, Brock Osweiler? Back in the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's, 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 there's sometimes there's a feeling, especially depending on who you're playing, where you don't want to come out of the game and risk of the backup going in and something bad happening. I mean, I'll just tell you from like I've, I've tried to volunteer coach from time to time, and I'm not going to say the team or anything like that, but we literally had, instead of a spring game, we actually played another team uh, this past spring. And our starter, he's a little stud, man. He's a great lacrosse player and all this stuff. And so the coach looks at me at the end of the game. We're up now by a couple of scores, but we've got the ball backed up. Actually, we're up by one score at this point. We've got the ball backed up. So it's kind of like hesitant, but there's not much time. If you're going to play the backup, this is about the only chance he's going to get. And I literally looked at the backup and I said, you go in there, you ensure you get the snap, and you play with good ball security, okay? I was like, do not turn over the football with where we're at. And what do you think happens the very first play he goes in? <laughs> what do you do, turn it over? No, he fumbles the snap. Now, fortunately, <laughs> he picked it up, and then he like ran downfield for like three or four yard game gain. But I was sitting there to myself, going, "You got to be, I mean, you got to be kidding me right now with what's happening." And so, second snap, bobbles it again, doesn't let it fumble or hit the ground. But then it looks like a fire drill, like he goes the wrong way, doesn't doesn't know what he's doing with the football. And I literally, I run over the coach, I go call timeout, and I just I put the starter back in. And then two plays later, a running back breaks off a big run that ended up sealing the game and icing it. But the bottom line is, is that's a concern that when you get to the professional level or even at a high level like college football, you'll literally say as the starter, be like, no, I'm not coming out. Like, I don't trust this guy to come in and be able to ice the game or seal the game. And, and the head coach, like, he won't disagree with you because they'll, they'll be more conservative in there anyway, whether it's you or the backup. They're just going to run the football. And so if, if it's about icing the game and ensuring you get the win, they'll keep you in there the whole time because those reps aren't that meaningful. Don't you think that's partly your fault that you hyped this guy up to get into the game and, and made it clear, don't do this, don't do this, and you spoke it into existence, and next thing you no, know, the no, 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 no. the football around? I had, I had witnessed it all spring, him struggling to get snaps, him going the wrong way, handing the football off in spring. And so I knew this was a potential issue. When the coach asked me, I told him I was trying to give the kid the benefit of the doubt. I was trying to get him some reps in a live game scenario. Oh, and really man. what happened was everything that we saw in the spring. So the learning lesson was you, know, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. And if he wasn't going to change at that point in time, he might never change. Wow. So. That's yeah. unbelievable. And now we're talking about national radio. And, and just to you know, put a bow on this whole thing, what is this kid's <laughs> name and what's his Twitter account? <laughs> I'm not doing I, it. No, I'm just saying, not we're going to air it. the kid out. Let's not air the kid out. I mean, what are we nope. doing here? Not Who? doing yeah. it. Sorry. Yeah, just saying. All right. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, it's Outkick the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, uh, we're going to discuss somebody in the world of sports who might have cost themselves close to $90 million. Coming up 12 minutes from now here on FSR, uh, a team in the NFL has made a couple of moves 
moves in the last few moments uh, that have locked up a couple of key members of the organization for several years to come. We'll have the details on that coming up uh, 10 minutes from now on FSR. Right now, though, it's time for something we do on the show, and it's called this. You moron. How could you not get to these stories? You moron. These are the scraps. And for that, we turn it over to Danny G, our executive producer, to find out what the hell we've missed so far on the show. D? All right, you heard Jonas teasing this. Point guard Dennis Schroeder is headed to the Boston Celtics. Jonas is Celtics, actually. Not my Celtics. (laughs) He announced this on his IG account yesterday. The deal is for one year, $5.9 million. It's going to be that taxpayer mid-level exception, according to Woj. Schroeder, the last kind of big free agent, well... He bet on himself. It didn't really pay off because he turned down a lucrative extension offer from the Lakers during the regular season, which was worth north of $80 million. He thought he could get a bigger deal this summer. Fellas, with the amount of money that he's lost, is this like for us normal people when we drop and lose a $100 bill and it's on our mind and we aggravate over it for a week? Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, I'm I, no, feeling this it's, morning. It's worse than that because an $80 million contract is generational money. Like, that that not only impacts you and your lifestyle the rest of your life, that impacts your children, their children. Like, that's how big of a mistake this is. Uh, so it would be like if I was locked out of a $1 million checking account then. Yeah, let's put it this way. You know how there's those people who, like, forget their uh, password yeah, for Bitcoin? Yes. It'd be, it would be like that. Like, you, you invested into some Bitcoin Jesus. back when it was, like, two grand, and it skyrocketed to 60000 per Bitcoin, and you've got, like, you know, a few million locked up in there that you're never going to be able to tap back hey, into. Look, I, I got news for you, man. If I lose a $5 bill, I'm kind of bothered. Like, like legitimately bothered. Cause I, you I told me one time, and now, Grant, you had a few right, beers in you, that here comes you used lie. to wipe your butt with $1 okay. bills. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying, you said yeah, you're a big yeah, money spender. Yeah, that's how you do it. That's a lie. That's I, a full-blown lie. You said that. You I'm, were Okay, you had more than a few drinks. You might have been drunk. You told that to me once. I'm, yeah. I, I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, speaking of which, kiss my ass. Uh, here's, the, here's the other thing. Uh, how much does this say? Like, the fact that he's willing to give up 80 to $90 million just so he doesn't have to play with LeBron James. I mean, that ought to tell you what kind of teammate LeBron is. Yeah, just saying, man. There's more I'm to this saying. story. There, there, there's got to be something else going on or something in, you know, off the court or something going yeah, on. Yeah, he's got it, a bad it doesn't make so, It mean? doesn't make any sense why you would see such a – you know, difference in, in what he's being offered with his the team that he's with versus on the market. Now, is Mike, is Mike Florio going to attack him later on in his career like he did Richard Sherman about a move like this or no? Is that going to happen? Just wondering. Yeah. Just um, just yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. Does he care about basketball? Uh, who knows? Yeah. Oh. I don't know. It depends on, on who's vaccinated or not. Uh, what else? That's is a good on? point. That, that's probably the bigger issue here. Yeah. Maybe he's not vaccinated. Maybe that's why he lost all that value. You know? Let's move to Louisiana here. Veteran cornerback Patrick Robinson has decided to retire from the Saints after 11 seasons. Adding to the uh, New Orleans pressing need at the position, Robinson was actually a lead contender to be the Saints' starting number two cornerback this year after the team released veteran Janoris Jenkins during the offseason. You guys, what are you thinking on the the total here for the over-under on their wins? It's at nine and a half right now. You guys going to take the under? 
I mean, listen, man, uh, I, I'm i skeptical on New Orleans this year. Like, Bra- I am Bra- We were talking about there's a bet you can make on Fox Bet where you can bet on who's going to finish second in the NFC South, and the Falcons are a plus 275. They're almost a 3-1 to one underdog. I think Atlanta's going to have a better year than New Orleans. I swear to God. I think Atlanta's going to be I'm with you. I team. think there's going to be a bounce back. You know, they drafted Paulson Adebo out of Stanford. I talked about him a little bit yesterday. I think he'll end up being the guy, at least to, to get the first crack at it. Prince of Mukamura is there. He's got a lot of experience in the NFL. Uh, and then they're, they're like, the roster's got a lot of guys. But it's going to be interesting because their defense is going to have to hold up in a big way, especially if Jameis turns the football over the way he basically has throughout his entire career. <laughs> like that, that That's going to be the pressure point, is if Jameis still turns the football over a ton like he did his last year at Florida State or during his time in Tampa, that defense is going to get all over him because it's going to put so much pressure on a group that's played pretty darn well uh, since uh, over the last few years or so. All right, and finally, yesterday you heard about the uh, Guinness World Record, the, the Kiwi Slicer. Yeah. Not to be outdone, a New York man earned a Guinness World Record when he polished off a two-liter bottle of soda in 18.45 seconds. Oh. Eric Badlands Booker, a competitive eater who shares his speed drinking videos on YouTube, said trying his skills with multiple carbonated beverages led him to attempt a Guinness World Record. Booker selected a two-liter bottle of sugar-free cola, oh. oh, that's healthy, for his record attempt in Selden, New York, and he poured the bottle into a measuring cup to get an accurate measurement of the volume of soda and for easier drinkability. Booker downed the beverage in 18.5 seconds, setting the Guinness World Record and celebrated with a massive belch. Of course he did. Yeah. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. That's delicious, he said, after polishing off his drink. Booker is ranked 23rd in Major League Eating, and he said that he's considering taking on a solid food challenge for his next record. Yeah, this guy's a con artist. Let me, let me tell you why this guy's a con artist, okay? First of all, he dumped the soda out into another container to make it easier to drink. No, 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 that's half the battle. Right. Being able to chug out of the bottle with all the, the, the uh, what do they call it? Is it oxygen in there? Whatever they call it. The, the fizz or whatever you want to, like, that's half the battle. So it's it, this is the equivalent to hitting off a tee in baseball. Like no man, you like you got to deal with you got to deal with what you're working with. Hold on, hold on now. The hot dog eating contest. They deconstruct a hot dog to eat it. Yes, he's a con artist too. You're saying all of them? It's not yes, just Joey Chestnut. It's one all of them. of them. He's a slob and a con artist. Well, I mean, I, I'm not going to maybe disagree with wanting to eat 60 some, 70 hot dogs, whatever it was, being kind of sloppy. But the bottom line is one. I'm curious what the previous record was. And then on top of that, like I love how Danny said, "What, what do you say? Would you say uh, whole foods instead of whatever liquid or whatever else?" Yeah. Like, imagine solids. what is yeah, solids. There you go. Like, imagine what his stomach's gonna be like once he starts entertaining those sorts of contests. I, oh, this yeah. is. He's just putting his body through the abs- absolute dumpster fire. That's what yeah, he's doing. Th- th- that's that's disgusting. I've always thought about that because you've you've obviously have you ever used a beer bong before? I know you're kind of a highfalutin guy, not really into uh, you know just sort of the down down to earth sort of drinking. I know you're a. I, I have guy bonged a beer alcohol. in my life. If that's what yeah. you're asking me, right, yes. I'm just because you know like for for those of you uh, that beer bong before, I've always thought. 
no, no, it's not weed, not man. That, not right, that. It's not Come weed. On, like nobody's talking right. about the hippie. For, look, for here. me, it's it's generational and cultural. It's kind of like Cuomo and his some of his quotes about being <laughs> too handsy. Yeah, <laughs> blame it on being an Italian so. or whatever was out there. Wait until yeah. we were getting that in. Uh, but <laughs> I will say this. I will say this. He was waiting too. I've I've always thought beer bonging a soda would be more difficult than doing an actual beer. Like I've always thought, man, if you ever tried to beer bong a Pepsi, I would vomit halfway through. I mean, yeah, I guess it wouldn't be a beer bong. It'd be yeah. just a, a soda yeah, like, bomb. Like a soda bomb. But you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I what's know. the point of that though? I don't know. It's very yeah. gross. Really gross. Uh, all right. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. It's outkick the coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, though, there's a team in the NFL that has just made a couple of moves in the last 10 minutes that are going to set them up for success for the next several years. We'll get to that next here. It's outkick the coverage, Fox Sports Radio. This is outkick the coverage. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, O O O O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield? wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free 
free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trips of the trade create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location species salt versus freshwater and more plus it's smooth sailing with fishing bookers simple online payment method you'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local start your angling adventure now with fishing booker visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today fishing booker fishing trips made easy Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their yokohama test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be He's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. It's Outkick the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Brady and I will be back on the air tomorrow, same time, same place, 6 Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific right here on FSR. Uh, and uh, and we are going to take a look ahead. we got a Field of Dreams game in Iowa, Brady Quinn. We've got uh, you know another installment of some preseason football on a Thursday. we got a, we got a busy show coming up. Two great things to be able to pay attention to. Okay, corn and baseball, and they're combined yeah. there at the Field of Dreams, a place that's near and dear to my heart. Still trying to see if my mom could find that coffee mug that I held so, uh, yeah, I, I, I almost as like a collector's item, if you will. Probably the the only last good memory I have uh, from that baseball trip there to Des Moines, I- Iowa, uh, back when I was nine years old. Well, yeah. listen, man. Uh, look, there's uh, you know, there's there's worse places to to lose a tournament at than. Uh, uh, you well, know, you have court. to understand how this thing went. So th- this team picked me up. I was like a free agent. They, they picked me up, and they brought me out there basically for hitting and pitching. Yeah. And what happened was this. One of the games – I actually was hitting fine. One of the games, though, I think it was like our third game in the tournament, uh, I had a no-hitter going through four innings. Well, then wow. we get rained out. And so we played the same team the next, next day. And at that point, they've got me timed up. I get absolutely shellacked. And by the way, because we didn't get to five innings, the game starts over. So instead of it carrying on from where we left off, it completely starts over at that point in time. So I get shellacked the second day in the row, and that was pretty much it. You know, at that point in time, uh, I think we lost the following game after that, and we were out, my friends. Well, oh, hold um, on a second. We that still counts. That counts as a no hitter. Four innings or not, that's a no hitter. I mean, what, no, the I, game I don't didn't understand. count. We didn't make it far enough into it before we got hey, rained out. 
Let me tell you something. This is the kind of power I have because yeah, yeah I have family in the Midwest, the yeah. great Monmouth, Illinois. Oh you know, yeah, uh, yeah, right yeah. Near, near Galesburg, not far. Very from familiar Iowa. with it. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let me just tell you, I'm gonna go ahead and make a couple of calls. That no hitter counts. Four hit, four <laughs> no hitter. I'll make a couple of calls, man. I I, I swing a uh, I swing a big sword uh, in the Midwest there. So I, I will I'll make a couple of calls yeah. and, and get that. We, uh, we, get that we did beat your Hawaii team to start the tournament. We lost to that team. That was Colorado, and we lost to some of their team too. On the that's way. all right. So, They're going to get even yeah. in a couple of weeks against UCLA at the Rose Bowl. That's true. Don't worry about oh, it. Oh, you They'll think so? Even. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right. I, mean, I don't know. Plus, I think UCLA will be sneaky good this year. Yeah, plus 16 and a half. That's all I'm thinking about. I don't know about you. I mean, that's, uh, that's <laughs> the way I look at it. You can win, just don't win by more than 16, uh, Coach. That's all we ask uh, for Coach Kelly. But um, speaking of Coach Brady Quinn, uh, this just came out a few minutes ago. Uh, Chris Mortensen of ESPN reporting that the Indianapolis Colts have signed GM Chris Ballard and head coach Frank Reich each to contract extensions through the 2026 season. So uh, Chris Ballard, Frank Wright going to be staying around Indianapolis for quite some time. Wow. And that's significant for a few reasons. One, because it's financial security, stability there for that organization. They've done a good job, but I don't know. I feel like there's so much left to be figured out with Wentz and and what they're going to be moving forward post Andrew Luck, post Phillip Rivers. I mean, they've had a pretty good run of, you know, some solid quarterback play. Um, we'll see what Frank Wright can do with Wentz when he gets his, his chance to get back out there and, and play. Uh, but obviously a good sign for what Jim Irsay feels like they've done so far. Or, you know, knowing Jim Irsay, maybe they caught him on a night where he was having a little, little too much fun. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was able to work them into this. I never know, you know. I mean, that is always a possibility with, uh, yeah. with Jim Mercy. Yeah. You never, you never, maybe, never maybe sure. Chris Ballard and Frank Reich saw an opportunity, and they're like, "Hey." Uh, Jim's having a good old time but, tonight. Maybe we but, should go work on this uh, these extensions. Huh? By the way, are, are are they still are they still upset at uh, Josh McDaniels for turning down the gig? Uh, are they still mad? Apparently still, not. Yeah, I mean, look, okay. they they found their man. And again, God. maybe they wrote down the details of this contract on like a, a napkin, right? Like, like that, that's a good. Oh yeah, you know what? Stuff. That's that is a great point. Uh, listen, uh, until we see this signed, we're not taking their word for it because they pulled this crap before. They didn't even get the contract signed by Josh McDaniels. Next thing you know, Bob Kraft sits. Him down and says you know what here's a couple more million keep this on the hush hush you'll be our guy when belichick retires like i mean you know so until we see this finalized i'm not buying it not buying this report i'm but. gonna buy it because more reported it he, he's reliable but i, I, I i'm still i still want to see the details of this yeah, thing. i agree listen we're not asking for a whole lot here by the way i forgot to tell you happy birthday man thanks buddy <laughs> be sure to catch live editions of outkick the coverage weekdays at 6 a.m eastern 3 a.m pacific oh 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 o'reilly Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 